0: hi guys welcome back to another episode of the Pastime podcast my name is mia and i'm elizabeth Phoebe, and our guests today are paulo valadinos and gracie velasquez so guys tell me a little bit about yourselves
1: um I can, i'll go first um well my name is paulo valadinos i'm serving as your guys's green head vice president um i've been involved in ffa for two years but got more heavily involved this year Um, Outside of FFA, I work at The Patch, and I like, you know, running around with my dog
2: and hanging out with my brothers. Um, So, yeah. Hi, guys. My name is Gracie Velasquez. I'm your Greenheim reporter. Um, This is my first time in FFA. Um, So far, the experience is amazing. I love it so much. Um, My hobbies are, right now, I'm in JV softball team, and... um, I will say, if you ever take me to a baseball game, be prepared for me screaming. I will scream at, literally scream on top of my lungs because I want my team to win. So make sure you don't take me to games.
0: And as I said, I'm Mia and I'm your guys' Green Hand President. When I'm bored, I like either like to draw or I watch anime, so I don't really do much. Uh, Just to add on to Gracie, I really wanted to do softball last year but I didn't have the guts for tryouts cause I heard someone sprain their arm catching a ball. And I was like, I don't want to do it, <laughs> but um, yes. I play softball sometimes with my family and volleyball. I'm Elizabeth Bebe, and I
3: like cows. That's all I have to contribute cause I'm not a greenhead officer, but as let's continue on. Um, Gracie and Mia, you said you tried out or you wanted to try out, but you were scared, but um, What sports or clubs are all of you involved in outside of FFA?
1: Um, Well, I'm not really involved in sports as much. Um, I've just never really been like the sporty type. I've stuck more to like um, clubs and stuff. This year, the only club I was really involved in or organization is um, FFA. I kind of just wanted to focus on that this year. but normally I'll either join like um, like an outreach club, you know, like key club or something like that where I can give back to like my
4: community.
2: Um, for me, uh, well, FFA is kind of like the other hobby that I do other club um, besides softball. But if I could do one, it would be um, the drama club. I mean, I find acting very fascinating actually. And I would probably try it out for next year be uh, so i can um, get along with everybody else um outside of ffa
0: like i said in my other question i really don't do much but i am uh, really involved with my church we do a lot of outreach events and i'm part of their camera team and i do graphics and lights for them as well and yeah Tracy, do you have any specific like
2: musical or
3: production that's your
2: favorite? Um, not like Broadway or anything like that, but over like the entire like lockdown happened, I remember a lot of like there was a lot of like gossiping going around, like, oh, the Crown series, like season four, Diana's gonna be on there. And I was like, Oh my god, I don't know who Diana is, but I wanna go watch her. And let me just tell you, I skipped, I didn't even watch the first season to the third. I just skipped those, and I went straight to just see Diana. And I saw her, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she's, like, amazing. She's, like, literally the queen of hearts. And that's how people would describe her, because she really is, Um, she's helpful to others when, well, when people didn't expect it from the real family. But because of her kindness to others, that's what people loved about her. So that's what got me interested in the Crown. And every time we talk about it, I will literally talk forever about the Royal Family and the Crown series?
0: Um, the performing arts thing, I took a class, but it was like a history class. Um, and part of like the projects that we had to do, um, like we had to do uh, Shakespeare projects and stuff. And we had Moises, some of our alumni and Luke in that class. It was one of my favorite classes. And we literally had to put paint on our faces and wear wigs and we would have to do a whole play in front of the entire class. I was so embarrassed, but um, I think you should take that class. It's really good. Um, dec- definitely recommend it. It's, it's fun, and you get to do, like, a lot of creative projects with your classmates.
3: And we will definitely go to all of your plays if you end up going into the theater program. We will show up to everything. We will bring signs and say, go, Gracie. I don't know, <laughs> um, but we will be there to support you. And Paula, you said you were involved with Key Club, I think, last
1: year? Um, I wasn't involved with Key Club, but um, that's like one of the clubs I would want to get um, involved in because it just does a lot of a community service. And, you know, I'm really involved with my church. Um, I'm like a priest's helper. I don't know what they're called in English, um, but I do that a lot. You know, I do confirmation out there. So I'm, I'm out there um, a lot. I do. The patch and stuff like that and I just like um, do a lot of community service um, for my classes and stuff.
3: That's really cool. Uh, do you like the patch and do you like all of the other things you're involved in? Like well, are you going to ab- continue them?
1: Sorry. Yeah I absolutely love the patch. I uh, first, I did it only last year. Last year was my first year so you know it was kind of the beginning of the pandemic. Everything was just going crazy but, You know, we still managed to have like an amazing year. We sold out early and we closed early and I met so many amazing people. And that's how, that's what really pushed me to become more involved in ag uh, because of those people and my experience.
4: While we're on the topic of clubs and
3: beginning of the pandemic, do you guys miss having in-person classes and in-person clubs?
4: For me, especially
2: being a freshman this year, it, yeah, it really has been because like, I remember on the last day of school, like, everyone was like, oh, yeah, we hope that we never go to school anymore because, like, they just wanted to get out because, you know, spring break was coming up, so everyone was like, oh, yeah, I hope we just get out of this, um, out of school, and hopefully this, we get into lockdown for two weeks. That was the original plan. But then on Saturday, we got a call saying that, hey, we're going to full shut down, lockdown mode, and everybody was just like, oh, okay, well, it's just two weeks. Well, it's become a year now, so it's kind of (laughs) like, where did the two weeks go? So, personally for me, I kind of wish we did do in person, but overall, we're trying to progress more, and we've been developing more of how to let kids go back in school, but safely.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with um, Gracie on that, how we're, you know, it's kind of better that we stay at home so we can get closer and closer to, you know, being back to normal. Um, But I feel like I do miss um, in-person school and events, but I also kind of like um, that we're in social distancing because, like, we've just kind of adjusted to it. So, you know, like, especially our monthly meetings um, for FFA, like, we've kind of moved them around and kind of molded them to fit into the circumstances and i feel like they've become so fun and you know if we go back to school they would be way smaller with um less participants and i feel like that would be you know kind of sad because we wouldn't be able to have everybody there
0: personally i'm a little indecisive uh i don't miss in-person school i don't like the like class I like the fact that I can work on my own schedule my own time and all that you know and then like right after class I can shut my computer off and go back to watching anime. anime 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 or something you know um but like I do miss the events that we had like at school like some people I never got to experience it but you know some people are gonna miss prom and all that and that sucks like just thinking about that I feel bad Um, And I didn't get my full freshman experience, but I'm not mad at the fact that we all came home because I think it benefited us a lot, especially for FFA. Like we grew so much to how we used to be, Um, like the organization and like the people in it. So um, I know it had like a lot of negative effects on some people, but in a way, I think it brought a lot of stuff to us. It just benefited us a lot.
3: You know what I didn't really think about I think this is kind of just coming to me now Gracie you at the beginning of the pandemic were you were you in eighth grade
2: yes I was
3: so you've never actually had your freshman year experience yep so do you still
2: feel like you're in middle school um, like, okay, so like all my friends, they went to Rigetti. So it's kind of like different, but I still talk with them. So it's like, when I talk to them, like, hey, how's school? And they're like, oh, yeah, what teacher do you have? I'm like, I go to PB and like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm like, yeah, um, I don't go to Rigetti. But there is some times where I do Um, kind of feel like I'm still middle school. But um, I feel like the only reason why I kind of feel I'm more of a freshman is when I go to school, like to help out in person, but, you know, safety, like six feet apart and everything um but i think one day i did wake up and i was like wait i'm gonna be late for my this teacher's class even though i'm not even in middle school anymore so it's like it does happen sometimes i'm like oh god i don't know when i'm probably gonna acknowledge that i'm not in eighth grade anymore so yeah
3: are you scared to start sophomore year on campus
2: speaking of that it's kind of weird because oh my gosh because you know, for my final uh, few months before eighth grade graduation, I remember like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to freshmen, like we're gonna be freshmen. And I it's just like, I'm gonna be a sophomore now. But I mean, like, I haven't, I don't know how to acknowledge this. It's, it's kind of weird thinking about it. Like, so I'm gonna be, ai didn't technically go in person like freshman, but I'm now gonna be a sophomore. It's like, if I skipped a grade for some reason, like that's how I feel.
0: Um, Just to like add on on the question, if we got the opportunity to go back, because I know that not everyone's going to go back to in-person, are you guys going to stay home or are you going to go to school? Because if I feel like I had that option, and I'm pretty sure we are next year. Um, I think, like, like 80% sure I'm going to stay online. Um, but what, what would you guys do?
1: Um. Well you know, before they started like truly talking about like um, us going back and they were actually setting dates and all that, I was kind of like, oh, I want to go back. I want to be in person and be with everybody. But then I kind of started realizing, you know, I started really getting involved because of social distance school because I was like, we have so much more time on our hands um, to do things we want. So I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to stay home and just, you know, end this year. I'll start next year on campus if we can.
2: Same thing, I kind of relate to Paola about that because like, I'll be honest, I do not live close to the school because I live like, you know, uh, away from it, uh, like far. So for me personally, like waking up every, early, every morning, like early and there's no bus to take me to school. So if I were to do that, I mean, I would wanna go in person but I would pick certain days when I wanna go because probably Monday and Tuesday, probably Monday I'll stay home cause I'll be honest, I'm gonna be like all tired cause like on the weekend I'm doing like other stuff. So um, then at the end of the week, I'll probably go in person but it also depends how I'm feeling.
0: Yeah, I think if we ever go in person, it's gonna be like, oh, last names A through L go on Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, but just to like add on to your response on the previous question, I would not be scared. Like, I'm terrified of change, and I don't like it. I don't even like talking, to be honest, um, but I do. Uh, so don't be scared. I, I'm scared to be a junior year, but to be honest, I think that sophomore year, just like I know, like you say, you didn't get your freshman experience, um, just like meeting the ad class and stuff, but sometimes you do go on campus. Uh, sophomore year, as I could tell so far, because we haven't fully finished it, It was really cool. I liked it way better than my freshman year, which was in person, Um, just because the events were cooler. I got closer to Paola and I got a new friend, Gracie, and I started talking to BB more. So like this year was just like really cool. And I think you're going to love sophomore year. um, And I think it's just going to show you who you are as a person.
1: Yeah, to add on to what Mia said, a lot of people like I remember eighth grade, a lot of people were like, You know, sophomore year is like harder year and stuff. And I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens. But once I got here, it's, trust me, it's been my best year ever. This is
4: my favorite year of high school and I haven't even finished high school. My sophomore year, it was kind of
3: just like freshman year, except with harder classes. So I didn't like it very much, but, you know. I'm glad you guys are having a good high school experience so far. And I'm so sorry, Gracie, that you aren't having a high school experience, like, at all. I'm so sorry. Um, So we're going to keep going with the questions. So this one's kind of
4: separate from what we were just talking about. Um, But why did you join FFA? Um, For me,
2: when I – well, I think I started at like a very young age, like for me, I was always involved in our culture and FFA. So I remember like, I think five or so, I don't know how old was I, but I was like very young. I remember going to the fair and seeing my older cousins show their pigs. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to show a pig too. And my dad was like, I always ask him, I'm like, hey dad, I want to show a pig. I want to show a pig. And he's like, you want to show a pig? I'm like, yeah, I want to show a pig. I, I just thought showing a pig was all about that. So I didn't know anything else. Like, at the, before that, I didn't know FFA exactly. All I know is like I wanted a show pick. So then um, I think it was sixth grade when my dad started telling me, like, hey, um, are you ready for FFA? And I was like, What is that again? He's like, Oh my gosh. So we he literally told me everything about FFA, and my cousin started telling me about it too. And I was like, Oh, okay. So then I was excited for FFA and all that. And I think before it was like, it's similar to 4-H, but it's a Grange, Los Alamos Grange. I got into that and I showed my pigs there and I will say it was a fun experience, but I was a very, very shy person to talk to. So, (sighs) but overall I've gotten more used to talking to people. And uh, so once I joined FFA, I was like, well, so far this year, I actually love it a lot because I got to meet um, a lot of new people, even the state officers, which was a very fun experience. Um,
4: I would say well all my life I've like my parents have worked um
1: in ag and they still do um, but I never really had family that was like heavily involved you know I didn't really have cousins who showed animals or were involved in FFA so I was kind of just new to everything when um, you know I learned about it in freshman year and I was like you know what I'll do ag science you know it's it's different it'll be you know I bet it's funner, so I did that, and I was, like, okay, started getting, you know, the hang of it, and I was, like, okay, this is cool, and then, you know, um, this all hit, and I was, like, well, what am I going to do now, you know, I wasn't really that involved back then, while well, I still be involved now, and, you know, I got involved at the patch and everything, and then all of a sudden, I was, like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm just going to go for it, and I went for um, Green Hand Officers, and that kind of just, like, rocketed, everything, and it it all just kind of came, and it stayed here, and I mean, I've loved it, so,
4: yeah.
0: Um, My family isn't really into, like, agriculture, or, like, involved in anything, to be honest, Um, so FFA was kind of new to me, too, except my cousin did do, um, he was, like, in FFA, and he showed an animal and all that, but I barely knew him, I, I don't really know him, but I knew of FFA, so I knew that I wanted to do an ad class. And when you join into an ad class, 10% of your grade is, like, the events and, like, the stuff you do um, for the meetings and all that. So I, like, think the whole class, I was in Ms. Garrett class, had to learn just the first paragraph of creed, um, And then we all said it, like, we all did our first paragraph. And then Miss um, Gara said she really liked how I said mine. So then I started learning the whole thing. And then um, I did Creed and I went to regional finals. And the stress of it all was so much. Like, it was so much. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to fail. I literally cried because I was so nervous. I went to Sacramento and I was like, I can't do this. Um, but, like, the feeling of, like, being up there in front of everyone and just, like, speaking something you're very passionate about was like the best feeling ever and the relief after it all. Oh my gosh, best feeling, definitely worth it all. Um, so I kind of chased after how I felt after that. And so after that I joined ag leadership and then how I became a green officer was totally random. I found out the day before the interview, um, I got a text saying, Hey, do you want to be a green hand officer? And then I was like, uh, sure. And then I literally called BB like a couple seconds after I was like, BB, you need to help me with my application. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to say. And then same thing with the interview. They were like, okay, your interview's tomorrow. It was eight o'clock at night. I go to bed at (laughs) nine. So I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? So I started freaking out. And when it came to the interview, I just totally winged it and, um, Now I'm the green hand president, which I'm not mad about. Love it.
3: I remember that phone call. You were like, I was just told I'm doing an application. I don't know what I'm doing. And we just sat there for like an hour and I just was helping you fill it out. And you were like, oh, this is easy. Yes,
0: Mia, you're talking about yourself. (laughs) But just because like, you know, when you fill out an application or like when you're applying for something, you want to impress them, you know, you want to show them you're the best so that they choose you. And I I still didn't do anything last year. Like, I still don't do anything this year. So I was like, why would they choose me? Like, I don't do anything. So I remember Baby made me take like a personality test just to find stuff out. And we use like the information we got off of that for the application. It was fun, though. It was a very good phone
3: call. Okay, so next question. Since we're on the topic of Mia taking a personality test and applying for Green Office, what
4: has been a good experience so far? Like, how do you like being a Green Hand Officer? Well, for me, I feel
1: like, well, since Mia was talking about, like, you know, that relief she felt after, like, um, doing a contest and all that, I feel like it, it was, um, it's those moments like after everything's kind of over and you're, you're kind of just sitting there with everybody else and you're talking about how it went and all that. Um, I know Mia mentioned in, in another episode about um, like talking in the chat during impromptu and like that was honestly the best. If it weren't for that, I would have been a huge mess because like, you know, that first time we were all just kind of sitting in silence and everybody started texting in the chat that kind of you know, helped distract us. And in the end we were like, okay, this
4: actually really worked and it was super fun. So yeah, that was a great experience for me. I, oh, oh sorry. sorry. Um, I was just gonna say, I read the
3: impromptu group chat. Well, you guys, yeah, it was very funny. You guys are very weird. <laughs> and I loved it. It made me laugh. It like eased my nervousness as I was going to do my
0: competition. But you guys are interesting people. <laughs> yeah, they took like um, Mr. Dudley, I think it was. They're like, I'm taking screenshots of this chat. And all of us were like, You're lying, right? And like, you gotta be joking. <laughs> Cause yeah, like like you said, it was definitely um a unique chat but it helped us all and i literally had to turn my phone off on airplane mode when i went in because uh, they were just spamming the whole thing and then i would like when i was done um with like the questions i would just go and read it and we'd be like go mia go mia and like we would just cheer everyone on right when we heard their name of course they wouldn't read it because they were going into the thing i would read it
4: after but it was great encouragement No yeah I think um the same like I
1: remember when we were when I was barely going into round one when they had called um me in I put my phone on airplane mode and then once I got out I like opened my phone um took off airplane mode and I saw the notifications there was like over 80 text messages in there from them and I was like I was only in there for two minutes that was crazy but it was the best.
0: Yeah um, it was definitely an amazing experience and uh I love being a gun hand officer. I know we're not as involved, you know, but um, I still like, you know, being a part of something and uh, just knowing that my presence means something to something or someone, you know. Um, but so far, it's it's been really good meeting new people and just new experiences. Uh, I'm definitely happy that I did that interview and called Vivi um, just because it
2: really impacted me. So, so for me um, becoming a greenhand officer, I'll be honest. When it was the interview, I was a nervous wreck. I could literally feel my hands went cold. Like that's how bad, how like freak, how I was freaking out so badly because I was okay. I'm gonna talk in front of adults, okay? So I'm I'm gonna do great let me just tell you I know um so I once I I was like okay bye and I just ended it and I started crying because I was like I did so bad and then I was like no 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 I'm like I'm not gonna make it I'm not gonna no and then the very I think I don't know when was it when they announced it and they announced no actually I didn't even know I was selected so on the pv um instagram I went on there and then it said the greenhouse reporter was me and I was like oh Wait, what? I was like, so confused. I was like, wait, they didn't even tell me. So I was like, wait, I passed? I'm like, how? I was so confused. But when I, my dad, um, he was like, so you became a greenhouse reporter? I'm like, I didn't even know. He's like, oh, what's a surprise? I'm like, I, I know, but like, I didn't even know. Like I was, that was how bad I felt. I was like, no, I didn't make it, but it was a surprise. But um, being a greenhouse reporter is actually really fun. Um. I did, like I said, I didn't expect myself to be on there, and I think our first meeting. I remember Dickens said, I don't know what he said, but he said something like, "Um, okay, raise hand if you're sophomores, or raise hand if you're a freshman." And then I was like, "Wait, I'm the freshman on the team." I was like, "Okay, okay, relax. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine." And then I saw Mia. I'm like, okay, never mind. Mia's there. Okay, I'm fine. Mia from Ag Leadership. Okay, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. So, so far, um, I will say I do I. I can't even talk right now because I'm like mumbling my words. But um, yeah, I like green hands so, um, so far and um, probably next year I'll do it again or just run for chapter. Um,
0: totally agree with you. I did not know I was president. Like they did a terrible job at announcing it because I was like, um, I was like, what, what? Like I got a text message from my friend and it was a picture of my ID like, you know, school picture, and it said president underneath it. And then I was like, um, wh- where did you get that from? And he was like, oh, it's posted on the Pioneer Valley Instagram. And at the time, I didn't, like, you know, I didn't follow them or anything because I wasn't involved barely at all. And so when I went to go see it, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm a president. And I swear to all of you guys, I ran around my house. Like, I was like, I made it. I did it, you know, like, I was extremely filled with joy um because I think I did it last year and I didn't I didn't make it and this year they're like hey do you want to do it and I was like yeah let's try it again and then I made president and I was like that was um not expected so I have to agree with Gracie.
1: Gracie. I, have, sorry. I, oh, sorry. Um, I agree with both of you two because they didn't like let us know at all so like my mom followed the the PVFFA account for some reason and she was like scrolling through Instagram she found the video and she watched it through and um they announced like vice president president at the very end right and she was like just looking through because she knew I had done it um and she saw my name and she was like she yelled my name and I thought I was in trouble so like I ran over to her and I was like what and she was like you're the vice president I'm like vice president for what she's like for green hand and I'm like what and I was like I like sat down on the couch and just like kind of thought about it. I'm like am I really? And I watched the video over and over again. And once it like really hit me, I, I was just like going crazy with excitement. It was so like, and I was, it just, it was a rush of excitement. Tracy,
3: one thing that I have learned that will never go away is after every interview or every competition, I cry. I don't know why I just start crying. So I feel you on that. I, I think for my regional interview that I just did I finished the second one I was it was loading back to the the main room where we were doing the activities and I was just crying I was sitting there crying thinking oh my god I can't believe I did that bad and I didn't even do poorly I just was sitting there crying for I think 20 minutes and it just wouldn't stop and I was so confused
4: by my own emotions so I really feel you on that one Gracie. (laughs) um and so the last question
0: is is there anyone you guys like look up to in our chapter a role model
4: um it could be an advisor student or a student teacher Uh, so yeah um okay i'll go first um i've given this question you know a little bit of thought and
1: you know as like a person who wasn't really as involved in FA my freshman year and you know my first real like ag experience I guess was um the patch and working out there with like you know people who were like already officers and heavily involved in FA and like hearing about like their contests and you know their interviews and all that that was like happening you know I kind of started talking to some of them more and then eventually you know our interviews came and and I did all that And the first person that like came up to me, I was just sitting there one day, I had barely gotten there. The first person that came up to me and like talked to me was Mark. And he was like, hey, so how do you feel? Like, you know, why'd you do it? Like, you know, you're gonna do good and all that. And like the whole time he kind of just like encouraged me more and more. Like other um, students did too, but Mark was kind of the one that like encouraged me the most. And I feel like that's what really pushed me. I'm like, okay, I have someone, you know, who's over here patting my back, I'm, you know, I'm
4: gonna do good. And, you know, thanks to him, I got even more involved.
2: For me, well, um, a few days ago in Ag Leadership, um, I think they announced the regional, you know, um, BB and Jillian, right? You guys were moving on. So, um, so when I found out it was, I would go between my two role models because I can't pick one would be um, BB and Jillian. Reason, because Jillian did say like, she didn't pass for like speaking competition, like for her job interview, but overall she was able to still go on and be a re- um, rougher regional office. And like for BB too, like, I know like you're, um, to me, You're you, when I first met you, you were so nice to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, okay, she's nice to me, I'm fine, okay. And then after a while I got to meet Hannah too. And then like, I don't know you and jillian are like very nice so like when i met you two it's just like oh my god okay i'm fine you're completely fine you're you're literally surrounded by the two sweetest persons i've ever met so far especially since i'm a like you know this is my first year in ffa so i was like oh they're so sweet i just but like i yeah so you guys are like the two sweetest person i've met so far and i'm actually you guys you two are my role models
0: Ironically, <laughs> um, mine is uh, is Mark, but it's also a BB because um, I met her like through my cousin. Like, <laughs> like I didn't even know I was in middle school, I think it was seventh grade. She was already in high school and um, her and my cousin were friends and my cousin's like my best friend. So she came over for her birthday and she just started talking to me about FFA. And you know what? Actually, going back to, like, why did I join FFA? BB was, like, 95% of why I joined it. Um, Just because she would always tell me about it and, like, the stuff she did. And I was like, I want to do that. Um, Sounds so cool, you know. Uh, But for Mark, um, you know, we always make fun of him. And, like, I don't know if he's going to listen to this or not, because he probably is and he's going to make fun of me. Um, but, you know, he really is just like so determined and dedicated to what he does. And um, he's funny, but he can also be serious at times um, when he need to be. And uh, I don't know, just I want to be like him and like make a little impact um, on FFA before I leave for like the time I'm here. Um, I definitely say that him and his class and the class before him definitely left a big impact and definitely a high standard that we have to um come up to uh because they were just amazing people and amazing role models um i know that Moy was also one of my uh role models because he was just really funny and like he just had no stress for anything like he would be in the competition and be like oh yeah that's tomorrow huh like he wouldn't even remember the day he wouldn't be prepared but he'd be like so like just amped about it and i very um i like their attitude so just a big thank you to Mark and BB. I guess I'll answer this question too. Um,
3: my role model probably would be Mark too. Uh, I don't mean to boost Mark's ego this much, but um, I remember my freshman year. I was I was at section. I had just finished doing the creed, and you know me, I cried. I don't know why I cried, but I remember I messed up like six words or something. And I was crying and I was standing next to Mark going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I failed. It's over for me. I'm dropping out. I hate everything. And he was like, you're fine. Stop stressing out. You're fine. And I was just crying and he was making me feel better. And he was like, so what? I didn't get it my freshman year. I don't even care. Like You're good. Everything's good. And I was like, you're right. And it just built my confidence back up and I made it on. So he kind of just helped me get out of that mindset and then my sophomore year after I had won impromptu I was crying well before that I was crying because I finished the first round and I was crying again obviously because I for some reason can't stop crying and I went up to him and he was like you probably did fantastic calm down you're good and at the end of it and I found out I had got first place I went up to him and I was like thank you for being my biggest supporter I don't think I could have done this without you And I just remember after that, Mark started talking to me more and we just collaborated a lot more. And now look at us, podcast together, boop boop. Um, So yeah, my biggest role model for sure would be Mark. And as we conclude the podcast, we have one final question for you three. Is there any advice you want to give to Greenhands out there thinking about running for Greenhand office?
0: Yeah, I'll go first since I always go last. (laughs) Just because I feel bad uh, for putting you guys on the spot. Um, Just, you know, if you're thinking about it, do it. It will not hurt you. I mean if you don't get it, nothing bad is going to happen. But just take a risk, you know, Um, being an FFA, you have to be confident in yourself and believe in yourself. And sometimes that's very hard. It's like, I hate when people say, you you just believe in yourself. But it's like, I have zero self-confidence, so it's not going to work. But, you know, work on it. And just, um, if you need to, prove to yourself that you can do it. Because, I mean, anything you set your mind to, you can. And I didn't think that I can, you know, be on greenhand um, team and judging by, like, the responses Paolo and Gracie gave. They didn't either. We were all just kind of, like, risking it. We're like, hopefully we get it. Hopefully we do it. You know, it was just, um, it was just determining if we got it or not. And uh, we did. And we didn't even know we got it. Um, so if you're thinking about it, do it, because it's probably the best decision I made this year. Um, something that got me more involved. It kind of pushed me to be um, better. I definitely broke my shell being the president of the Hand Officer Team because, you know, I had to meet my team. Like, I wasn't close with Paola and I didn't know Gracie, um, but now I think they're really two close friends. So uh, just those are my advice.
1: Yeah, I would um, agree with Mia. Just, you know, go out there and do it. I Just like she said, we were all you know little balls of nervous wreck um going into this but you know we took it as like we just said okay you know what I'll do it if I get in I get in. if I don't well I I don't you know there's always next year but never be like you know oh what if I don't get in or or what if it doesn't happen or what if I don't win it it's not about that it what what it's about is that you tried and that you got out of your comfort zone you know because every time you kind of go out there and and take one step further into getting more involved. Slowly, it's gonna break down that wall between you you being scared of something and you just going out. And one day you're just gonna go out and that can ultimately
2: determine what you wanna do in the future. Cause that's what it's done for me. So my advice for anybody that plans to um, uh, run for like Greenham will be, if you're not prepared, uh, it's okay just say whatever comes to your mind. Just be honest because I'll be, I literally, I rehearsed so much the day before and I just didn't say what I rehearsed at all. I just said whatever came to my mind. And uh, and if you cry after, don't worry, just that's a good feeling. You just said everything that you wanted to say and you finally released out and got, coming out of your comfort shell too. Cause believe me, like I said, I'm a, I was a very shy person. Like I wouldn't even raise my hand in class. That's how bad it was, but um, just do it, just do it. Um, For me, I got on my comfort show, and uh, for me, I still plan to run for chapter office. That's what I plan on doing later on, and um, just do it. Just do it. Well,
3: this has been the Pastime Podcast. Thank you for listening, and
4: this was Gracie and Paola. Thank you. Bye.